Blog Talk Radio. to the ONZ show with my mom, Ophelia Barba, and me, Zoe Luna. This show has been pre-recorded. This episode of the ONZ show will be broadcasted Wednesday, June 24th, 2015, and the time is 7 p.m. The LGBT Hero Awards is a listener-funded progressive station that interviews guests from the world of entertainment, art, and community, politics, public health, and business. For more information about the LGBT Hero Awards in this show, visit LGBTHeroAwards.com. Joining me is my co-host and mom, Ophelia Bartba. How are you doing, mom? I'm doing fine, thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm happy that Xavier Mejia is jo- is going to join us this afternoon um, and talk to us about the Trans Party LA. Yes. So, Xavier, thank you for joining us, and let's talk about those wonderful interviews we conducted at the Trans Party LA. Well, thank you for inviting me to join you uh, this afternoon. Uh, So, I guess part of the process will be that, uh, because the interviews were pre-recorded, that I'm going to sit down and chat with you a little bit about, you know, what that was like for you and helping introduce these interviews. Uh, first, I know that we were talking about this earlier that we want to say a big shout out to uh, Shane uh, yeah. for, you know, setting this up. And when I visited your interview station, you guys were all decked out. <laughs> it was a great time. We had a great time. Yeah. And Shane was awesome. He was. He was very uh, good to us. He treated us well. Um, we were able to put up our LGBT Hero Award sign and get all the interviews with some of the artists and the co-hosts at the show. That's been really fun. I had a great time, too. And then in between the takes, I went on to the party and had fun. And then I went on stage and did the whip with my best friend, Alana. So it was, it was nice. Yeah. How did you meet Shane? I met Shane through um, Transgender Day Remembrance. He was performing, and I guess, I don't know who introduced us, but I just remember meeting him, uh, I think, at Transgender Day of Remembrance. And I don't know what else happened. I think we just had um, other work that we did together. And, yeah, it was actually at the trans party. Um, I met him there, like we officially met, and I got his hat that he threw in the crowd. So, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Actually, yes, we did. We met him at Transgender Day of Remembrance. Um, he was performing that day there. I think it was mm-hmm. his first, maybe one of his first performances for the community, I, and I could be wrong. But, yes, and then we were formally introduced after that at the Trans Party, um, Trans Party 2014. I know he was recently one of your, your guests on your show, and... I listened to some of his music. What a talented artist. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. So, and then he uh, sat on the board for CS this yes. year. 
he seems quite busy. So, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to share that Shane is going to join us uh, in the next coming month as a producer of the, uh, one of the producers of, you know, the LGBT Hero Awards talk radio station. So um, we'll be hearing more about Shane in the months to come. Yay! Yes, we're, we're really looking, looking forward to that. Yes. So let's talk about some of these interviews that you were able to conduct while you were there. Um, I saw you sitting down with a longtime activist, Maria. Yes. Yes, that was amazing. Maria Ramon, and, and I hear that um, she... she's getting married. Getting married, <laughs> wedding bells ringing. Yes, yes, she's getting married soon. We're excited. Um, well, I can say a little bit. We met Maria three years ago at uh, Quest, Quest. Uh, pageant, and just I I found her very beautiful. Uh, she was wearing a red gown that day. Yes, yes I will always remember that gown. I remember you had just uh, yes. started flourishing in the community. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And so we heard that day that we heard um, a former drag queen was going to be there at Quest. And so my mom was hoping that all the other drag queens from RuPaul was going to be there. And she was like, oh, my God, is that your needles? And I was like, no. No. And, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so forgive my ignorance. I didn't know everybody. Yeah. But, yes, we met Maria, and she was very kind. Yes. Um, She right away offered any help, anything that we needed. We were to contact her, and she gave you her number, I think. Yeah. And that's how we met Maria. Amazing, amazing woman. Yeah. So don't we, why don't we take a listen to part of that interview? Yeah. Uh, so I know that today's episode is uh, part one of part two, right? Mm-hmm. That's correct, yeah. Okay, so let, let's, let's, see, let's share with the audience uh, what that interview was like. Hi, I'm interviewing Jason and Maria, and so what's the name of your band, Jason? Tonight we will be, okay, tonight we'll be performing just under my name, just Jason Taylorson, so it could be the Jason Taylorson band or just Jason Taylorson. How long have you been playing? I've been performing for performing. about 30 years. 30 years? About 30 years live, yes. Awesome. Awesome. So, I know you guys are getting married. Yay! So, what is that going to be? When is, do you guys have a new date or like... A new you know, date. We know it's funny because today um, is our anniversary that we got engaged um, this week. And, you know, marriage, you know, it's a, it's a complex thing, and, you know, it takes a lot of money, so we're sort of pacing ourselves. But we're looking at probably early next year. And we want to know what all the options are out there to make it um, the best it can be. Awesome. But at this point, we're really happy with each other. I think as a trans woman, it's hard to date and to be in a relationship. Relationships, are they, as they are, are complex. Um, and I think we're in a really good place, but we definitely are planning to solidify our relationship uh, at some point early next year. So, I don't know if, if this is okay to ask. You can ask. Okay. Anything? Anything. Okay. Anything. As, a, as a parent of a trans, uh, and I don't want to be using that all the time, but as my daughter, I'd like to know, was it difficult to find a partner? You know, um... 
I think is that is that is that an intrusive question? No, it's not intrusive. I think that as a trans woman, we always think that. I mean, I come from an old generation of trans women where it was there was no Google, there was no internet, there was no role models. So for me to find sort of who I was was in this space where there was no other woman, and I think all along I've questioned, am I good enough? Will somebody love me? And, you know, I, I I think you have to sort of believe that you are good enough to somebody to, to love you just as you are. But it, there's challenges that come with being trans. You know, I think even at whatever level of transition you are and whatever your goals are, whether you want to be post-op, pre-op, whatever that whole complex thing is, it's, it's complex in itself, and it's hard for people to really sometimes accept what it means for them to date a woman who has trans experience, because a lot of times it's not about you, it's about them. Right. And as we know, even cis women have a hard time dealing with no, men. No, exactly. I was going to say, I'm single, and I've been single for quite a while. Don't want to share that, but it's true. <laughs> Um, the reason I ask you is not to be intrusive. The reason I ask you is because my worry and my fear is always, of course, her safety. And then, again, I want to make sure that she gets to experience what everybody in this whole entire world gets to experience. Which and is I finding think love, finding a partner. And as a parent, I'm always going to worry, but I'm just curious to know. Because, you know, Maria, you and most of the women in the community that I know, I learned from you. Yes. And for our listeners, Likewise. yeah, for our listeners, any other youth just out there that's worried, oh, it can't happen to me, you know what I mean? That's it does happen, but it happens to, the, you know, I think a lot of us don't experience, like, I, I don't know what it's like for a boy to come and say, oh my God, I like you, or I think you're pretty, or I want to take you to a prom, <laughs> not as a, as a youth, as a, as a young trans woman. It was all about this sexual objectifying weird sort of place that in some way skews our experience for many of us who are in our 40s, 50s, 60s. I think the beautiful thing that I learned from both of you is that Zoe's experience is unlike mine. And that the challenges that perhaps I live, she won't live. And, and that's the beautiful thing that I think really speaks to the fact that whatever we went through is something that our generations are living in in a different way, and that's exciting in itself, that, you know, that people can choose who they are at a young age. I wish I was given that opportunity to say that at 16, oh my God, mom, you know, because I said that all the time, but my parents were like, no, that's not who you are, so, is Zoe going to fall in love? Of course. Anybody would be lucky to have Zoe as a Thank you. Yeah. Wow. I could hear the party taking place in the background. <laughs> well, that was a candid interview with Maria. And, you know, uh, I came out in 91 and I was 14. And so I know, you know, we're talking about what it's like to be part of the LGBT community uh, today. And, and this interview is about being part of the transgender community and speaking a little bit about, you know, sort of time and 
as a mother, I could hear in your voice a little bit of wanting to know a little bit more about, you know, just the intimacy about just getting to know people and, right. and, and right. being a part of the community from that place, you yeah. know. So, I mean, you know, I don't know what it's like to come in and not identify with being LGBT and, and being an ally in that sense. So, uh, you know, thank you for for allowing yourself to be vulnerable and, and asking some, you know, intimate questions. That and was very intimate. So I, I know that you might be uncomfortable sometimes asking some questions, but I, I what I see you doing is really doing uh, your job in, in helping sort of voice sort of this progress and the, right. this stage that we're in in terms of, um, you know, more awareness, you know, more inclusivity. And so, yeah, I, I think you help, you know, just answer some some questions that many people probably have. So yeah, it was a, a really, uh, I, I don't even know how I dared to ask that because you understand I, I am coming from a place of outside I'm an ally and and I'm mainly supposed to listen and try to figure out what's going on and um asking her that I, I kind of regretted it at a certain point because I thought oh that's really intrusive how dare you ask something like that um but she was very gracious very kind and accepted my my question and answered it beautifully beautifully what was that experience like for you, Zoe? Well, oh, I was surprised when Mom even mentioned finding love because that is one thing that is very hard for her, um, especially when it comes to me because I'm her little girl and I will always be it, and it makes me sick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um, no, it really no, does. I, was, <laughs> I honestly felt really surprised that she asked anything like that, like, um, I didn't think she actually thought about stuff like that. I thought she was dreading it. So I was, I actually kind of was like happy she asked about something like that. So, yeah. Yeah. I haven't really been thinking about dating in a while. Thank you. Because I just, (laughs) I just extinguished my first relationship. I'm just kidding. But yeah, technically I did. Well, I, as a mom, I'll tell you, and I'm sure there are other moms that are probably also thinking the same thing or that. Maybe um, we we think that about any children, yeah. Any of our kids, will they find love? Will they find someone that will treat them right and make them happy? So you're not the exception. Yeah. Okay. And you <laughs> met the fiance. Yes. yes. Oh, and we didn't really get a chance to really have a conversation with him, but he yeah. was performing that night and he did great. Yes. Uh, uh, Jason is awesome. Um. He he did tell us he had he, been performing for thirty years already. Yeah. Yes. And that night he performed Heroes, which I thought was amazing. Yes, he it's did. Really great. good. So he, he took a new part. turn on it. He took a new turn on it, which I kind of liked. He yeah. added some rage in it. Thought that was nice. <laughs> Will he be on your show sometime? We're hoping that we can get him back on so we can give him his due. Uh, what would you say? His, you know, he he did great his at this. Proper. Yeah, his proper interview because it was all about the artist. But Maria <laughs> yeah. came into play, and what a beautiful moment, though. Yeah. yeah. So thank you. Sorry, thank you, Jason. Maria. <laughs> we'll have you on one of the days. We yeah. just we think you're awesome too. <laughs> 
Well, it was very organic, and, mm-hmm. and that's quite evident. But Trans Party LA also had a house DJ, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. So, you know, I kept seeing this name, I, I, I you know, DJ um, Trinity. Yes. Did yes. I see that right? Yes. Yeah, okay, that's okay. That's how it reads. Okay, okay. <laughs> yes. And that DJ would be Drian Waters. Yes. Oh, right. Yes, she's amazing. We had already heard her um, last year at, two, at Trans Party yes. LA 2014. Amazing. She played some really great uh, house music, some 80s, and which I'm particularly very happy that she did. It makes me... Same. Yeah, we, we really enjoy that music. So, yeah, she was great. She's great. Um, and she works for the LA LGBT Center. So we've gotten a chance to work with her in a couple other things as yeah. well. I love Drian. She's amazing. You are amazing, Drian. We love you. Well, let's take a listen to that interview. Uh, I know some of these interviews um, are different times because we were talking about this, but different portions of the interviews will play at different times. But in particular, um, the interviews that have to do with people performing or participating at Trans Party LA will air today and then part two in about two weeks, right? Okay, so let's take a listen to DJ Trinity. Let's see. Hi, everyone. I'm interviewing Drian from the LA LGBT Center. And so I want to know a little bit about you more. We know each other formally. So where do you come from? Uh, Originally from Mexico. So I immigrated here when I was about five years old. So, um, and then moved to East Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Was raised there up until probably 19, and then moved to Silver Lake, where I'm currently living. Mm-hmm. So you work at the LGBT Center. So how did you get involved with the whole uh, lineup for tonight? Uh, you know, thank goodness I'm connected to the right people, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so this has been through the efforts of you know Karina Samala who's on the board of CSW, and Shane Ivan Nash, who is a great performer and is now a board member of CSW as well. And so working with them, uh, you know, through the West Hollywood Transgender Advisory Board and also just through various community events, um, you know, we've known each other. They know that I love to play music, and so they asked if I would be interested in doing this, and I was like, yes, of course. Uh, One of the coolest DJs I've ever heard. Yes, yes. Yes. It's definitely similar to like Ophelia. It's what I do when I want to de-stress, when I want to not think about the world or my work or anything, when I just want to let go and, you know, just be a part of the music. That's definitely what I turn to, you know, DJing. And, yeah, it's been, you know, for me going out to raves and dancing and things like that, that was the way that I connected with people in a way that wasn't about identity or gender. It was just about music and loving music. And so, yeah, I definitely have a fond connection to music. So you're going to be DJing tonight. So what do you, what do you have for us? Is it going to be? I'm a child of the 80s, so yes. I'm bringing it back, honey. I'm giving you some Lionel Richie mix, yes. some Donna Summer up Ooh. in there. 
some Blondie, some Culture Club. I think it's a party for me. I'm taking it back, honey, <laughs> with a neat modern twist, but I'm bringing it back. I right. love that music. Yeah. Well, I, I, I heard you playing last year here at the same party. At oh, party. yes. And that was just fabulous. I had oh, a great yay. time here. Yes. Yes. Hopefully you'll enjoy the music great. this time around, too, and jam. Yes. So is the next party going on right now? So right now we're just starting it off. We're uh, warming up and doing sound checks. But there's lots of people, like, they all seem ready. They're yes. like, okay, right. let's do this. Right. I'm ready yeah, to do ready this. To so you feel the energy. It's starting to, like, buzz. I so love now, that. The next question. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> I'm as ready as I'm going to be. You know, I've been, like, practicing the whole week. And uh, I got a new controller, which has had some glitches. And so... Now it's like, okay, now it's just about having fun. So that's that's what it's going to be all about now. So this, um, I just have one serious question. (laughs) If you had anything to say to our listeners out there, especially our youth, what would you like to share with them? Life is such an amazing and beautiful journey that I, in my 42 years of life, have learned that the sadness that I experienced, the hardship that I experienced were for a very short time. And now the joy that I experienced, the celebration that I get to have, has been the majority of my life. So, you know, for those youth who are in a place where they aren't themselves, where they can't be as free as they would like, don't worry. It will happen. You will have the life that you want. Just hang in there and you'll see that, that you will make your life the wonderful, exciting adventure that it's meant to be. Great, wonderful. My God, what an awesome interview. She's great. She's great. She's a beautiful woman. I'm dying to hear more from her. Oh, I hopefully uh, we can get her on the show. Uh, She's fabulous. Uh, We've gotten the chance to work with her a couple of times. Uh, one where we did a sheriff's training, right? Sensibility training. Yes. Beautiful way yes. to uh, explain transgender 101. I just, I'm in awe every time I listen to her. Yeah, she's amazing. I love her work. I love what she's doing. She really makes a difference, and I think she really gets it across. And also, I think she's fierce when she does it because I can tell that everybody's just like, oh my God, I better listen to this woman. She knows what she's talking about. <laughs> yeah, she commands attention, actually. Yeah. And I think she's one of the sweetest people that that um, I've met. One of them, because all of them are great. Um, we did one panel at uh, at Buck the Angel. Hollywood Library with Buck Angel. Also, that that was just great. That was last year. Yeah. When we were uh, collaborating with CSW for the TLGB Pride. Yeah. Yes, that was great. She's amazing. Hopefully, we can get her on three on. There you go. We're waiting. We're waiting. Call me. <laughs> um, so, I hear that there was also a bit of comedy that night. You oh, know, yes. I, I heard I heard the the audience laughing and yes. was trying to peek my head and. <laughs> but then I learned that you interviewed the like the stand up person. Yes, yeah. she was yeah. also a co host. Was she, she was not? the co host? Yes. Dina. Dina Nina Martinez. Dina Nina Martinez. I love her. <laughs> she was hilarious. Yeah. Funny woman, funny woman. Yes. I really felt like I had a lot in common with her, even though most of her jokes were very dirty. <laughs> I, I felt like 
at this age, you know, teenagers are immature and all. So I, I really felt like most of her jokes were funny, and I, I you know, I, just, I would love to interview her here personally because I think she's just one of the most amazing and funniest persons I've met and I've ever seen. I Like, I could just, I feel she's funny because I can relate to her, and, like, we have the same thing. Like, when she's talking about leggings and how she just can't wear leggings because she has a big puss. And, <laughs> and so yeah, it's just, it's funny. She and she couldn't wear them since she before pre op. So it's just I, I think it's funny. I don't know. My bad. I'm getting into deep. <laughs> hey, well, I think you're keeping it real. That's okay. just me. <laughs> well, I loved oh. her because I just felt that she was educating through laughter. How about oh, yeah. I'm gonna just put it that way. <laughs> I, I just I thought she was totally relatable. So yeah. Wow. Let's have our audience. Take a listen. Hi, everyone. This is Dina. Hi, everyone. I'm interviewing Dina Nina Martinez, and I'm very excited. She's a comedian. And, yeah, so I want to know, where did you come from? I I originally came from Texas. I lived in L.A. for almost 10 years, uh, which was where I started doing comedy and also coincidentally transitioned. Um, and now I live in Madison, Wisconsin. Oh. <laughs> wow, that's kind of Mostly boring. so I could eat cheese. Yeah. <laughs> and drink lots of beer. Cheese eater. Cheese eater. <laughs> I'm normal size in Wisconsin. In LA, I'm like enormous. Yeah. No, girl, you got it. <laughs> and I'm also invisible to men in Los Angeles, surprisingly. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah, so, um, all right, so... I wanted to know, being transgender, as you said, has that affected your comedic acts in any way? Is that, like, has that, like, brought any acts up or anything? Well, it's definitely part of my, my comedy, but I touch on it here and there. I feel like the majority of my comedy is mostly chick humor, female humor, like, my body weight, my inner thighs, dating. So, I, I really enjoy that I can... I can talk about being transgender on stage and that way educate people, but I also get to normalize it because I feel like a lot of people in the audience are like, oh, she hates her inner thighs too. Me too. And they kind of get it, especially cisgender people who don't know a transgender person. So is your audience mostly uh, cisgender people or is that the right way to say it? Cisgender people? Because I'm new to this. so It's a... It's a mix. Like, sometimes I'm booked in straight rooms is what we call them, and they're cisgender, heterosexual crowds. And those are actually my favorite because I get a better response from them. And I do a lot of gay rooms, too, and the gay rooms are fun, and they get me. Oh, my goodness. Wow. She's cool. Wow. She's really fun. Wow. Yeah, I mean, this is, I could see why the audience was just, Eating, eating it all up. It you was, know. They were, they were, they were having a really good time with her, and it was just good. She had them riled up. They, I hope she comes back next year because I hope I, maybe I could get a break from this and listen to her. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think she was just hilarious. I hope she, she comes funny. back. Yes. Yeah, I'm a cheese eater too. I I feel that. You know, as I'm listening to these interviews, because you know the, the interviews took place behind. Uh, the scene, so you know, you were set up um, in a VAP sort of area, so your guests were allowed to come in 
to a, a, a closed-off area. Uh, so even though you're listening to music playing in the background, what's really happening is not in front of an audience. It's really exactly. it's happening in a more secluded area. Uh, and so as I'm listening to these interviews, I'm thinking, wow, you know, your your guests have been you know just amazing. They're they're, they're clearly sharing their truths with you, uh, but their truths have also led them to this platform, you know, that's now, that was uh, Trans uh, Party LA, 2015 Trans Party LA. So then that also causes me to think, wow, Trans Party LA really knows what they're doing by sort of developing this lineup of people that in in return you were able to interview. Um, So kudos to Trans Party LA and, and the people, you know, we're coordinating this. Yeah. What were some of the highlights for you uh, that night? I think just watching the whole process for me um, and the uh, availability of being able to talk to these people and, and, and get to know them a little bit better. And also, uh, I think um, one of the biggest things for me was that their message hopefully will come across to other youth because that's basically where I wanted to go, right? Um, So that youth could understand that there are things that you can do, that there is a vision out there for you, that you do matter and that you will be able to succeed. And all these people are doing it before you. Um, I think on a serious note, that's what what I saw. Just the the matter of, of learning, even for an ally or a parent, Learning that these these individuals are individuals, they're regular people. I saw Zoe dancing. Oh well, I yes. Well, besides that, <laughs> Zoe. I take the fun, take the fun. I, this is mom serious. So for me, I guess the fun part was getting to spend the time with my best friend. We had a lot of fun, except for the times when I just told her to sit next to me and while I interviewed people. But okay. um, um, we had a lot of fun, and then we um, when we had a dance off with. With um, uh, Alex. Alex, with Alex, yes. Funniest person. Um, he, We had a dance-off, and he twerked. <laughs> I, only, I only, I did the, the, the most appropriate thing with my butt, which is dropping it low. <laughs> <laughs> now, I did not see that. No, you were already gone. I witnessed and that. And I did, I, we all, me and Alana did the whip together, and we were questioned our sexuality. <laughs> we were holding hands tightly because she was nervous. So I was just like... Okay. <laughs> I saw you throwing glow sticks. Oh, that, 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 that was, was fun. I, I caught a really good picture. I'm very oh, my God. She's very happy. I am very happy. Uh, they, they look, they, I, I saw that she did enjoy her night. Uh, we did our part, yes. our interviews, and she she had a good time. I do have to give a shout-out to Shane for being so good. Yes. Night. I mean, she got to go on stage twice, three yeah, times. Twice. No, yeah, no, like seven because I went on to throw the glow sticks, sticks like a million everything. times. Shane, Shane was amazing. Um, he was back and forth, back and forth, and he took care of everything and and it made it really smooth. Yes, he yes. a lot of I can tell he had a lot of stress on him and pressure. Right, he but he he, did, he he nailed it. Yeah, he so, did. Yeah. It. The party was great. It was amazing. Yes, so. For more information about the ONC show, visit LGBT Hero Awards under Talk Radio. Thank you for listening to the ONC show.
Um, join us next time for the second part of 2015 Trans Party LA. Um, we'll have two more guests, three actually, in the next show, and hopefully you'll enjoy it. Bye.